and I'm here today with Tara Reed, an art licensing specialist. Hey, Tara. Hi, Cynthia. How are you? Good. Before we get started, I'd like to congratulate you on your blog turning five. 846 posts. That's amazing. The Amused Now blog is just getting started, and how do you keep those ideas flowing? I have no idea. It'll just come to you. I remember writing my first one thinking, what on earth am I going to write next? And it just, I don't know, now you can't keep me quiet. <laughs> <laughs> there may be artists in the audience who don't understand what art licensing is. Can you explain the concept to them? Um, basically, art licensing is doing art for commercial purposes. So you're doing art that you license through a contract to manufacturers to put on product. So you're creating um, groups of art that work together that can be put on anything from tissues to dishes to greeting cards. Basically, I, I always like to say it's art for stuff that you buy in stores. <laughs> I've seen you post pictures of your art on a lot of products. What types of businesses use licensed art? And can you tell us some of the cool products that your art's been featured on? Yes, um, pretty much any kind of any kind of company could license their art. Different manufacturers get art in a couple different ways. They either license it from artists like me, where they pay you royalties based on sales. Um, they might buy art outright, or they might have in-house people. A lot of companies in like kitchen and textiles and tabletop and just you know huge huge variety. Even retailers will license art. You can, as far as things that I've had my art on, I mean, you can blow your nose in my art, you can wipe your feet on my art, you can eat on my art, you can drink out of my art, you can fly my art in your garden on a flag, um, you can send my art as a card. I've had it on such a huge variety of things. It's really cool. It is. That sounds really cool. So if anyone in our audience is interested in licensing some of their artwork, what are some tips for them to get started? Um, you know, the first thing to do is to really understand how it works because you can look at people who are super successful in the industry like Mary Englebright and Thomas Kincaid are like two huge names of people who have made millions licensing their art and so people will say, oh, well, I'm going to do that. It's really important to understand the day-to-day -day job before you get into it. Some people don't like to work quickly. Some people don't like to work in collections. Some people don't like to wait two years to get paid. Um, so one of the things that I do through my blog, which is the artlicensingblog.com and also my website, is really try and give people a feel for what the day-to-day -day job looks like. Because while I love it, it is not going to be for everyone. I see from your blog that some artists go through an agent. Um, what do agents do for you and how do you find one? And do you need a lawyer to license your artwork? Um, you know, there's, there are many agents in the industry and I do have a list of, I think over 30 that have all their contact information and websites on my blog. So I always tell people that's a good place to start just to kind of investigate. And basically an agent does the business side of, of art licensing for you. So if you think about, you know, right brain, left brain, the creative side of things is your right brain, and then your left brain is more the business side, the math side, negotiating, things like that. Some people can and enjoy doing both. 
and other people want nothing to do with the business side of things. So for artists who are really intimidated interacting with manufacturers, you know, are super shy, or just really want to spend their time in their studio, I always recommend that they get an agent. Um, one beautiful thing about the industry is it isn't necessary. There's probably as many artists representing themselves as there are artists being represented by agents. Another thing that I've learned just talking to people in other industries is that agents in licensing take a little higher percentage than a lot of industries. It's a 50-50 split. But if you also look at the way the workflow is, you know, you they don't just get you that deal and then you work with the publisher or whatever. It's art licensing. People are constantly wanting, you know, what's new, what new art. The art changes very frequently. So the agents really are working long and hard for you. And, and they do have the contacts. I mean, that's the reason yeah. why you, you have an agent. If yeah, they have, you know, they have the contacts. They have the relationships with the manufacturers. They also do all of your contract negotiations. So you don't have to do that. Oh. So, like, so you don't you need a lawyer then? Um, you know, yes and no. It depend. It depends on the deal. I always recommend if somebody is going to work with an agent, basically you'll have a contract with that agent and then the agent does all your other contracts. So I always recommend you have that reviewed either by an attorney who has experience in the industry, not by the attorney you know who lives down the street. That's super important. <laughs> uh, as one of my friends likes to say, you don't go to a pediatrician for a boob job. So you, don't, oh. <laughs> you, you don't go to any attorney to help you with licensing things because there's definitely, you know, very specific things, industry specific things that if you get it messed up and if you mess up a contract with an agent, you've messed up your career for a few years because it can really block you from earning a living. So I always say, you know, the bigger the deal and the bigger the effect it could have on your business, the more you should consider having an attorney review a contract. Oh, that's very, very sound advice. Yeah. Do you have any sales and marketing tips? I know that we met on Twitter. Do yes. you use social media to find clients? You know, I use social media, but not really to find clients for my art, more to interact with artists, um, to, to just build that community of artists and, and meet people that might be interested in learning about licensing. Um, as far as using social media to find clients who want to license my art, I would say LinkedIn is the best place for that. Do you have any other tips for artists who are thinking about licensing their art? Um, you know, the base, like I had said before, is really get get a feel for what what the day to day job is going to look like, and also get a feel for the types of art that work well in licensing. Every once in a while, I'll get an email or you know connect with somebody on social media who's just learning about licensing, and and they come in and they decide they're going to change the way the industry works, and it's just not going to happen. I mean, art that works for licensing is art that appeals to the masses. So if you are a gallery artist and and you're doing something that's a little more self-expression or just a little more unusual, you only need to find one person to buy it, if that makes sense, you know, if you're selling your originals. But if you're licensing your art, nobody is going to license your art if they think only 10 people are going to be drawn to it because they need to sell more than 10 coffee mugs to make money. So your art has to appeal to hundreds and thousands of people before it's going to be picked up. And that's why you always see a lot of very common themes. Like people are always looking for new 
wine art and coffee art and sayings and flowers and inspiration and snowmen and Santa. I mean, those are the kinds of things that you see on art and stores because they speak to people and, and they make them feel good and they make them buy them either for themselves or for others. And some people, they just don't want to create that way. They don't want to come up with a new way to do a snowflake every year. I mean, every year I'm figuring out a new way to draw a snowflake. So where would you suggest that someone starts to research types of manufacturers that would be interested in art for the masses? Uh, on my blog is <laughs> a great place to start. <laughs> Uh, as you said, I've been doing it. I've been teaching and writing and blogging about art licensing for uh, five years now. So if they were to go to my blog, which is artlicensingblog.com, I have an FAQ tab, which answers the most frequently asked questions, like how long does it take to make money? What kinds of art works for licensing? How do I find manufacturers? You know, it goes through a lot of, of those basic things. Um, there are all, there's also a group on LinkedIn that's the art of licensing. I don't monitor that one, but that's another great group to, you know, discuss with people in the industry. Um, I have a Facebook page. I've done eBooks. I do class, you know, there's, there's, and then there's a lot of other people that are writing and, and, and speaking about it too. Well, I think that you really shared with us a, a different type of option for people who are artists and creative and want to be able to sell their artwork and make a living doing what they love. And I appreciate yeah. you spending some time with me today. And it's been great talking with you, Tara. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me. Talk to you soon. Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of Amuse Now. This featured artist presentation has been brought to you by Amuse Now Entertainment, a website that enables artists to profit from their creativity. To learn more about Amuse Now, visit us at www.amusednow.com or email me at ccon at amusenow.com.